The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Dracula is spotted in modern-day Florida. And then we take a look at a creepy daycare center in Salt Lake City, Utah. What secrets lie behind its lime green walls? Is it a front for drug running, weapon smuggling, or something much, much darker? Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you're having a great day too. Episode 4 of Vampire Week. <laughs> Fourth episode I've recorded in a row. This is going pretty good. It's going pretty good so far. I have to take breaks now. The last two episodes I've taken about a 20 minute break. Open the windows up. It's getting a little hot. I have my beverage, if you guys ever want to drink what Dead Rabbit drinks. My name's not really Dead Rabbit. People refer to me as that, but you want to drink what Jason drinks, we'll call it J-Juice. I was trying to figure out a name for it. I take, you can use the non-diet versions. I use diet, though. Do you know if you drink too much Mountain Dew, you can get gigantism? There's actually a chemical in it. I might have talked about this on an earlier episode. I'm getting old, so I forget what I talk about. If you drink too much Mountain Dew, it'll make your feet and your hands swell up. (laughs) We'll use that for a recipe. You take a can of Diet Mountain Dew, if you want to be specific, and then I get those bottles of uh, sparkling water from Walmart, like Clear American Ice. I get a cherry lemonade, Clear American Ice, a can of Diet... You guys are like, this is riveting podcasting. Take one of those, take a little bit of Diet Mountain Dew, pour it in a cup. Mmm. So good. So, so good. Let's actually get started with the actual episode here. Let's hop... What have, what have we... Dead Rabbit Dirigible. We haven't used that thing in a long time. Let's hop on board the Dead Rabbit Dirigible. We're going to float around beautiful America, see the sights, laugh at everyone not in the Dirigible, throw tomatoes at them. We dive bomb them. You're like, you're coming down super close, going back up. Should I tell the cow story? Do I have time to... T- I think I have time to tell the cow story. Skip ahead three minutes if you don't want to hear another ramble. I used to work at Gateway Computers back in the day. I pretty much work in customer service since I was 18. That's my preferred job. I love customer service. So I was working in customer service. I was working at Gateway Computers, and we had a giant inflatable cow that was tethered with these three straps. Maybe it was just two. But anyways, it was tethered. It was up in the parking lot. We're all in the Gateway building. We're all in this little shop. This is off of Arden Way in Sacramento. And (laughs) there was a particularly windy day. And one of the tethers snapped. So now it just has one tether. So it's basically like a kite. Instead of being like moored to the ground. It's just one single string. Me, me, <laughs> me and my buddies are sitting. I was probably like 23, 24 when this happened. Me and my buddies are sitting in gateway computers waiting for customers to come in. Company went out of business for a reason. No one ever came in. But we're watching this cow like just barely hang on. None of us wanted to go out. It was super dangerous. You can't control a flying cow. Mascot of Gateway Computers is a cow. I guess you should have said that, too. You're like, why is there a cow at a computer store? And the wind would take a hold of it, and every so often it would dive bomb into the parking lot. We're just standing there, and we'd see it go, 
like fly into the parking lot and then get whipped back up by the wind and it would stay up there for a while. And then we'd see it go whoosh, come down and hit the ground and go back up in the sky. We're just sitting there. None of us want to work with it. None of us want to go fix it. We're just sitting there. And we watch this woman pull into the parking lot. <laughs> she pulls into the parking lot. She opens her door. We're just standing there. And she... <laughs> she starts walking across the parking lot to come into Gateway Computers. And we all know what's going to happen. Not a single word is exchanged amongst us. We're just all stay with me, two of my buddies. We're just watching this thing. And she's walking across the parking lot. And out of nowhere to her, we knew it was bound to happen. That cow came down and knocked her off of her feet and just hit her so hard. She fell to the ground. And the funny part about it, none of us reacted. We just stood there and we... We knew it was going to, it was like watching a car teetering on a cliff. Like, we were just like, yeah, it's going to happen eventually. We didn't laugh. We didn't run out to help her. We just stood there, still perfectly quiet. We're just, and we can't hear anything because we're inside. We just see the cow come down, knock her off her feet. (laughs) She looks up at this cow flying over there. She comes inside. She complains. I don't even know if she was coming to Gateway Computer, but she comes inside. She goes, hey, did you guys know that that thing hit me? Like, What's going on out there? And we're just like, oh, sorry, we didn't know. We didn't know that it broke free of its mooring. She was fine. Anyways, anyways. So, oh, Dead Rabbit Dirigible. Dive bombing people. Now, if you fast forwarded, you didn't really miss anything. I was just talking about a giant cow. We're going to Alta Monte Springs in Florida. A little suburb down there. And we're specifically going to the corner of 464, which I'm assuming is some sort of freeway. Corner of 464 and Maitland Avenue. So if you know this area, you might know what we're talking about. On this corner, there is a Walgreens. Now you're up, it's 24-hour Walgreens. You're feeling sick. You're like, oh, I got hit by a cow last night. And I still feel my brain hurts. So you go, I need some brain medication from Walgreens. I need to go refill my prescription for my concussion. So you walk into Walgreens and you're like, oh, dizzy. Seeing cows, little cartoon cows floating above your head. Walking through Walgreens, you don't feel good. You feel utterly terrible. And as you're walking through Walgreens, you turn a corner and there's Dracula. Now you're like, what in the world is Dracula doing at a Walgreens at 10 p.m.? Or three, at any time. It could be two in the afternoon. Why is Dracula standing there? Now, it's Dracula. Full on Dracula costume. Big long cape, has the widow's peak wig, you know, like the little slicked back hair going to the little widow's peak. He's just standing there, suit, you know, traditional Dracula clothes. How you would dress as a Dracula if you were going to a costume party. That is who Dracula is, he's standing there. And then you notice he's doing something quite odd. Other than being Dracula in Florida, he's stocking the shelves. He's putting, he's like looking down the basket and he's like, oh, this is where this goes. And he's putting medicine away and he's right by your brain medicine you need. And you're like, great. So you kind of like scooch by him. You're trying not to be seen by him. So anyways, you, you're able to finally like get your brain medication. You go to the checkout counter and you go, hey, what's up? What's up with that? Cashier's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Ding, ding. And you're looking, you're looking to see if he has a reflection in any of the security mirrors. And he does. So you're like, not a real vampire. You're like, no, no, I was just picking up some brain medicine and Dracula's working here. And she goes, oh, yeah, him. He doesn't work here. 
He doesn't work here. He just really likes stocking shelves for us. Or stalking shelves, maybe. Dun, dun, dun. So what it is, is that there, this has been going on for probably about a decade. I don't know if it's still going on. The latest story I heard about this comes from 2013. So he could, he could be have moved on. He could have found greener pastures, could have went to Walmart instead. But from 19, the, the earliest sighting I could find was 1996. So from 1996 to 2013 in Altamonte Springs, Florida, there was a guy who dressed in full Dracula cosplay who stocked shelves at Walgreens. Didn't work there. And then other, someone posted this on Reddit and other people were like, oh yeah, I always wondered what was up with that guy. And this other guy ended up doing some research. He is very well known to the police. I guess at one point, like Walgreens, he comes in, he stocks the shelves. He doesn't get paid. He just really likes stocking shelves. When I was a little kid, I always wanted to work retail. Like I remember being in, going to grocery stores or any store and going, oh, I love, I'd love to just stock shelves. I think that'd be so awesome. Live inventory and all that stuff. But anyways, so maybe, maybe this is my long lost brother. He, he likes stocking shelves. At one point, though, Walgreens had to call the cops on him to get him out. Because a customer was walking by him and he hissed at the customer. Customer runs away. He's like, where's your garlic? Where's your garlic section? And they're like, oh, it's over there. He's throwing garlic at the vampire. Anyways, after that, though, he was totally fine. Other people have said, yeah, he comes in a subway every once in a while, orders a ham and cheese sandwich. Apparently, he has a vampire crew down there and they all hang out. But I think he's the only one who actually dresses up like Dracula. It's one of those stories I actually found on my own. Now, Mason Norbeck, he was the guy who sent me all the vampire links and things like that for Vampire Week. What would become Vampire Week? He didn't know that was what I was going to do. But I was searching around for stuff and um, more vampire stuff, and I found this story. And it's just one of those really kind of cool urban legends that would be quite shocking to run into. Just walking into Walgreens and buy stuff, you see Dracula standing there. He goes by Dracula, apparently, and he wears the costume all the time. Now you're thinking, okay, that is an interesting story. Hopefully you think that, but you're like, okay, that's an interesting story of a local lunatic, a man who thinks he's Dracula, and it's even funnier because he doesn't work at Walgreens, but he stocks shelves. But does the story end there? Mm-mm-mm. Because, and I'm not making this up, Funko Pop, the maker of those little pieces of plastic with the giant heads, they do exclusive figures for certain stores. And Walgreens got the exclusive Dracula Funko Pop. Coincidence or conspiracy? Does Walgreens secretly have a Dracula connection? Is that the actual Dracula in Florida? Who knows? But if you have a cut finger and you need a Band-Aid, you might want to shop at Rite Aid instead. Let's go ahead and move on to our next story. That is weird about the Funko Pop, right? I'm not just thinking that's weird. Okay, let's move on to our next story. Now, this next story was a request from two people. And and it's been requested. It was requested by Jimmy Moore quite a while ago. And Chris K recommended it as well. He's the founder of the Golden Rabbit Brigade. So thank you, Chris. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you for the headache I got researching this story. That's not an exaggeration. I do appreciate the recommendations, of course. But this story, I don't know why it gave me a headache. And it could just be the, 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 just the bizarre assortment of people that all had to put their fingers in this. But let me go ahead and get into the story that they sent me. And again, thank you for the recommendation. So there is a daycare center in Salt Lake City. 
Now, their address is totally available online. I'm not going to give it out. I actually was very picky with the links that I used because I didn't want to use links with the address in them. So I can't get accused of doxing them. There's a daycare center in Salt Lake City. And it's green and it's gross and it's evil. According to Reddit. So let's go ahead... Now, to be fair, it's this conspiracy theory is kind of floated around everywhere now. It's on 4chan, it's on Above Top Secret, it's on all these conspiracy theory websites. But it started off with a very simple little Reddit post on r slash Salt Lake City. So, a pretty appropriate, pretty appropriate for, you know, what they're talking about. There's, there's a creepy thing in Salt Lake City, and a guy writes a little thing up. Now, this Reddit post appears back in 2014, and it's titled, What's the deal with this place? Lived across the street from it for five years. Never seen a kid there. And he has a picture of a gross green looking building. And like that, the conspiracy start. And what's frustrating about this story is that not even the conspiracy theorists can get their story straight. Because it seems like every time something is knocked down, the conspiracy theory shifts to something else. Let's try to, this is a, a tough one to make sense of. Let's try to make sense of this. I'll try to do it fairly linearly. Linearly. I'll try to do this in a linear fashion. How's that? So this place is called Funtime Kids Care. It's a daycare in Salt Lake City. Gross looking green jarish color. It's like a lime green building. And a lot of people think it's suspicious. People say that the windows are covered up with cardboard. You can't see in the in, in the house or the, the, the daycare. You can't see in the daycare. So this guy posts this, and immediately people start saying, Hey, yeah, dude, I live in the area too, and it is super creepy. I once walked by, and there was cardboard on the windows. You can't look inside. And everyone's like, oh my god, that place is super, super spooky. In this thread, to help matters even more, people are kind of saying, oh, I live in this area. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's creepy, stuff like that. Some guy named Death Ship shows up. And he goes, don't look into this place, dude. I advise you not to look into this place. And then people looked at his Reddit history. And he says he works at Area 51 and he knows eight languages. If you're listening to a podcast, I figure you're pretty good at using the internet, right? One of the things that's really easy to forget about the internet is that it's mostly populated by nine-year-olds. Like, it really is. And now, as adults... If I came across a post regarding anything, cooking, cleaning, childcare, Area 51, and someone posted, yeah, I work at Area 51 and I know eight languages, that guy's lying. 100%. I don't believe that guy at all. At all! But he becomes a major villain in this story. The people in the Reddit thread are like, oh my god, oh my god, he says he works for Area 51 and he knows eight languages. And then he lists the eight languages and they're like, how do you know those eight languages? I'm like, because he's lying. I hear, I know eight languages. Chinese, Japanese, German, Swahili, uh, Spanish, uh, Greek, Basque, Latin, Hebrew. I know even more than eight languages. It's so easy to lie about this stuff. But he becomes a major player in the story. He becomes this dark entity that's kind of floating around. Oh, conveniently, now the account is either deleted, banned, or doesn't exist. That's what happens when you click on his name. So that adds to the conspiracy as well. I've talked about this before. I could I could easily release a video on that. The reason why ants attack picnics are is because they're using that as a psychological warfare. It's... Uh, what's that stupid thing? They predictive programming. So eventually people get afraid to eat outdoors so everyone will be inside and then when the aliens show up, they know where everyone's at. 
I can make that video, delete my own video, and then start a conspiracy theory saying, look at I made that video, it got deleted because the power is, I was right. I deleted my own video. That's it's so easy to do. And it's funny because here's the thing. If Death Ship's account got banned or deleted or something like that, because he said too much, or and then really that goes back to this whole conspiracy theory. If this conspiracy theory is true and we're too close to the truth, all of this information would be wiped out. It's just the way it is. Jason, you can't do that. Google, you know, with the algorithm and the internet history, and you can wipe stuff out. You can eliminate stuff from the internet. Don't let anyone tell you you can't, because it can be done. Did I ever tell you the Playboy story? I might have. Forgive me if I've already told the story. We, um, I had a friend who posed for Playboy. It was the digital Playboy. It wasn't the actual magazine. She got mad at her boyfriend. She posed for Playboy. And they, she regretted it, obviously. And the problem was, too, is that she put down a stage name, but they put down her real name. So if you searched her real name, the photos came up. And she was really distraught about it all. I had met her years afterwards. I think I met her when she was in her early 20s. That happened when she was 18. And I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Two front war. One, you're going to contact Playboy and you're going to say, hey, you guys used my wrong name. I'm going to sue you if you don't assist me in taking these pictures down. And Playboy said, yeah, we will do that. But, you know, they only have so much power. Once the pornography is out there, it's out there. I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a bunch of websites with all of your, like, all the metadata that use your real name and use your fake name and use Playboy nude pictures, da 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 And I basically created all of these pages to do. If anyone searched for her, they would find all of these other pages. That's it. Now, are those photos completely deleted? For the most part, actually, they are. It can be done. And if it can be done by some yokel sitting with his hand-me-down laptop five years ago, an international gun smuggling company can do it as well. They could easily get rid of all this stuff. So, and let's go ahead and get into the theory. So, well, let's go back. Sorry about that segue. But basically what it becomes is people start trading stories on Reddit. One person says, there's a mailman who works in the area who said that one day he delivered mail to the place and it was just a bunch of kids watching television, but the television was showing a live feed into another room in the same building. Spooky. Then we get a story that a mailman goes in there to deliver the mail and it's always nap time. What? And then we get a story that someone claimed they broke into the facility and it was empty, except there was a television showing a live broadcast in another room. So now the stories aren't even making sense among the conspiracy theorists. Remember, the first story started off, I never see any kids there. But I would always go back to the fact is, what time are you home? Because if he works 9 to 5 and then comes home and he's like, that's weird, there's no kids there. Because there's no kids there at that time of day. And he could go, well, sometimes I call in sick and I watch Judge Judy all day long. But how often are you looking out your window for little kids in a daycare center? So it could be something. He, but remember, that's how it started off. I don't see any kids here. It's creepy. Why would you have a daycare center with no kids? And then people go, oh, no, 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 there's kids there, but they're doing something spooky. And then even those stories get confused. What happens is people start digging into the Like, it catches fire, this conspiracy theory. That started off saying, isn't that weird? There's no kids here. And then when the guy said showed up, Death Ship said, don't investigate this. That's when people are like, someone's trying to stop the truth. You can tell how much, like just my tone of voice, just how ridiculous I think this whole thing is. I, I'm really trying to give it a fair shake, but we haven't even got started. So Death Ship shows up and goes, don't 
do this. And then everyone's like, oh my God, the powers that be are trying to stop us. We got to dig even deeper. It's a daycare center. They end up, one guy goes poking around, finds a bunch of quote unquote strange equipment underneath the tarp. And he goes, this tarp was tied down like with real knots. It looked like a boy scout tied these knots. It's suspicious, isn't it? Look how good these knots are tied. Just because you can't tie a knot doesn't mean that anyone who can tie a knot is a member of the Illuminati. Just because the knots are well tied in Florida, of all places, that tends to have, I don't know, hurricanes, you think you'd want to have a good knot on your tarp. But anyways, that's part of the conspiracy as well. I know people who are fans of this conspiracy theory who believe in it are saying, Jason, get to the freight cart. Get to the big giant freight container. Okay, I'll get there. We'll get here. So let's talk about the shipping container, because the shipping container is the other like big piece of the puzzle, and probably the most suspicious part of the puzzle. So they people people started digging into these guys so much that they um, looked up all of the people started looking into like complaints they got to like the child care board, and it was like, oh, there was glass found in the playground, which I'm not. That's a horrible thing. But it doesn't really play into this whole Illuminati death cult. And it's funny because they really, I think the first thing was, this is part of Pizzagate. These kids are being put in this room and then they're watching a live feed and who knows what's going on over there. And the kids are being kidnapped. That was one angle they were going down. But then they found this shipping container. They found that Funtime Kids Care is part of a group of companies. The other companies are Fundamental Financial Core, which is in Chicago. The Fun with Phonics, which is in California, Funland Jumpers, which is Bouncy Houses in Oregon, and then Funcrest Bait Shop in Iowa. And they say, why would it so many businesses have the word fun in it? Like fundamental and Funcrest. Okay, a little weird, a little weird, right? They say the reason why they have the word, one person said the reason, and this is the thing, you go, that is weird. Like you have five businesses that all start off with the word fun. It's not unusual. But it seems bizarre. Then one poster goes, you know why they do that? It's so the Chinese can find them easier. You know, they alphabetical. What? One of the reasons why the building is painted lime green is so Chinese delivery drivers can find the building. That's another theory. They have an origin story for the paint. So Chinese delivery... So you're, and I kind of jumped the gun on that. You're like, why are the Chinese involved in this all of a sudden? So the shipping container... Funtime Kids Care got is on a bill of sale for a shipping container full of plastic junk that came from China. It was like 2,000 pounds of footballs and like trinkets. That's it. So a rational person would go, okay, this guy basically has his hands in a couple different businesses. They could be shell companies. He could be buying this garbage and having it using the credit for this particular company to buy it. But it's really going to this company. It could be going to the Funland Jumpers or the bait shop or whatever. I want you to think about this for a second. A guy or a group owns five businesses. One of them is a gross-colored daycare center. And one Reddit post got people to find out what he was having shipped from China. Let's continue. So people are saying maybe they were smuggling weapons in the daycare center. Maybe they're doing some creepy stuff with the kids. Maybe it's a, a FBI, CIA, drop spot, secret lab, whatever. Somebody goes, ah, you know what? I'm going to look this up on Google Maps. I'm going to do that little Google card drive thing. And they posted a photo. They're like, isn't this suspicious? Look at this photo of this daycare center. Here's a photo. 
of a child looking out a window. Yeah, that would be suspicious if it was an abandoned warehouse, but it's a daycare center. That's proof that there have kids in there. It's so bizarre. But I will take the Google drive-by as opposed to what starts happening now. People are calling up the daycare center, asking them questions. They're like, dude, it's nap time. It's always nap time. Click. No, they're calling up the daycare center. Then they start visiting the daycare center. And there's photos of a guy who put his... Remember, the the windows are supposed to be totally blocked by cardboard, remember? You're not supposed to be able to see inside. But this guy went to the daycare center, put his camera to the window, and began taking pictures of the people in the daycare center from a Reddit post saying, isn't this creepy? Somebody ordered a pizza to the daycare center. And then they hid in the bushes. And there's a photo from the bushes across the street from a daycare center of a pizza delivery man waiting for the door to open. The Reddit threads get nuked. Above Top Secret, which is a conspiracy board, that thread gets nuked. You can find photos of the original thread, the original Reddit thread, and now it's mostly threads referring to the original thread, and they're misquoting it. I had to go back and look through the original thread and find some stuff. That's why I think the Postman story and the TV story got mixed up, because it's already being distorted. Now, again, this came out years ago. And people are still arguing about it. One of the conspiracy theories... You have the conspiracy theories that it involves child trafficking. You have the conspiracy theory, the drug running, um, the weapon smuggling. You have the conspiracy theory that it's actually a rival daycare center in town who posted it originally to make them look bad. On Reddit, there was this huge thing because people were starting accounts just to say, hey, no, this place is totally fine. And people are like, why, you shill? You're starting an account today to tell me the place is fine? Admittedly, that is weird. Because I'll see that with like movies coming out and there'll be an IMDB account that's brand new and they just review that movie and then they go away. So that is a bizarre detail. I'm not saying the entire thing is completely on the up and up, but I think the way they've gone about it is completely ridiculous because the other argument is you can't prove it's a legitimate business. No, I can't. I absolutely can't prove it's a legitimate business, but that doesn't mean it's an illegitimate business. That would work with... Prove to me that Microsoft isn't involved in organ smuggling. Well, then I guess they are. Like, that's the logic that's here. And this battle still rages on. A lot of times these threads get nuked because so many of them had the address and the phone number of this place because they really thought they were fighting against an enemy. I said this a couple episodes ago, and it proved to be a little controversial because I got some feedback on this. If it was you... If you were running this type of organization, how would you do it? And people were like, well, it's not me. It's the Illuminati. It's the powers that be. And they have these rituals and these blood things and predictive programming they have to do for their spells and blah, 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 blah. That's all fictional. That's, does it, that, there is no proof of any of that. Absolutely none. You can go, oh, no, this author who defected from the Illuminati made up. Totally made up. Because if he defected from the Illuminati, he'd be dead in a ditch. It's totally made up. What would you, if you wanted to smuggle weapons through Salt Lake City and you wanted to use a daycare as a front, which is a stupid idea, but you would just have a nondescript building somewhere. But if you wanted to use a lime green daycare center in the middle of Salt Lake City to smuggle guns, this is how you do it. You make it look super nice. You make it look not creepy. And you make it so exclusive, no one can get in. Just super nice. You don't even have to advertise. It's just daycare. And people would knock on the door and say, hey, 
do you do daycare? And they're like, yeah, but we're actually a really exclusive daycare. We only work with babies who have a 4.0 average. And they're like, it's not even in school. And they're like, yeah, I mean, like you were a genius level daycare center. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Or you just say, yeah, it's $4,000 a month because we provide the best daycare center in the world. And then when someone goes, I have that money, you go, well, we also have some other tests and stuff like that. You just print out fake attendance rolls and whatever. I mean, obviously, the obvious answer is don't use a daycare center to smuggle your weapons in. But if you wanted to, that's how you would go about it. You wouldn't paint it a totally noticeable color and make it look disgusting and creepy. You know what businesses look disgusting and creepy? Businesses that don't have enough money to make their building look nice. Mismanaged companies or companies that are not making a lot of money. I think with this story, this particular story, the conspiracy theory community, they're the bad guys. They fell for whatever this was, hook, line, and sinker. And this is why I think this place is a legitimate place of business. Because there's no single conspiracy theory to hang your hat on. Some people say child trafficking. Some people say it's drug running. Some people say it's like a tax write-off or a way to bilk money from the government by having a daycare center. Some people say there's no kids. Some people say there's kids taking naps. None of it makes sense. Same thing with 9-11. Sometimes it's Controlled demolition, sometimes it's the government knew about it. Sometimes it's space lasers. Sometimes it's time travel. Because it's not true. It's all made up. And that's the same thing with this. There's no through line. The only through line in it is there is a child care center that is part of a conglomeration of other businesses with the name Fun in them that got a container from China. That we know what is in the container. There's that movie, The Craft. About the four goth girls who are witches, teenage witches. And at one point they're driving, they take a bus out to the meadow to do this ritual. And as they're getting off the bus, the bus driver goes, look out for weirdos. And the lead witch goes, we are the weirdos, mister. We're the weirdos for this story. We pushed it way too hard. I'm speaking as a conspiracy theory community. Pushed it way too hard. Tormented totally normal people. Whenever we received facts that were different than our theory, the theory changed and changed and changed and changed. And now it's just remnants. It's just like walking through a ruined temple of a really bad conspiracy theory that was crafted from a single sentence on Reddit. Now it's just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. And the sad thing is, is that people are still pouring their time into this and trying to justify creeping around a child care center. In any other story, you're reading the news, and it said, man found outside child care center in bushes with camera. You'd be like, that's the weirdo. But we have gotten so distorted that that's the hero now. We are the weirdos, mister. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. Twitter is at DeadRabbitRadio. DeadRabbitRadio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Hey, 